Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that will help you become your best self, and today we're talking about the pros and cons of going through change. But as always, before we jump into that, I always want to invite you to come say hi to me on social media. I am at Sabrina Joy Perozo on both TikTok and on Instagram, so please come say hi. I also want to invite you to sign up for the RSVP for the planner that I created. I recreated basically an emotional reflections planner that you go through uh, a few questions every single day. Quick prompts. This is designed for people that don't want to go super deep into journaling for their emotional reflections, but just to get to know themselves every day and also still have a small section every day to actually plan your day. And so if you click the link in the show notes below, you will be able to sign up RSVP for getting information about it. You are not committing to buy, so don't worry about that. You'll just, you'll, I've already sent it off to the printer, so you'll know what the date the printer gives me. You'll know um, when I'm sharing actual details of getting like the physical proof, all those things. So I invite you to sign up for that. Also sign up for the weekly newsletter that comes out every Wednesday evening with all kinds of uh, different stories. Um, I call like a therapy corner where I get like super vulnerable with you guys. I share updates on everything else that's going on. I plan on sharing other things as time goes on. Um, so sign up for that. Also, there's a link to anonymously submit uh, topic suggestions for this podcast. Also to anonymously submit um, venting sessions. If you don't have someone that's emotionally available in your life to vent to, or if you just don't have anyone that you trust in your life to vent to. So look at all of the links and all of the things down in the show notes below. I invite you to do so, but let's go ahead and just jump right in to our topic, which again is the pros and cons of going through change. So I personally have been that person that gets excited for change and really wants change, but also equally experiences like a ton of fear alongside those feelings of excitement. It really actually blows my mind because I'm like, how can I be so stoked for everything that's happening? But then also very like, oh my gosh, the worst thing in the world's going to happen. This whole thing is just going to just crumble, uh, right? And I, that's, it's, it's, it's crazy because it just seems like they are so opposed in what they are. I still don't understand it, except for knowing that not everything is like one way or another, you know? It doesn't have to be like you can only have experience one emotion and not the other. I feel like it's similar to me feeling super happy, but also crying while watching a movie or a show. My husband gets really confused. He's like, you're like years ago, I used to watch The Biggest Loser all the time. And he'd be like, why are you crying? Why are you watching the show? And I'm like, I'm just so happy for these people. So anyway, uh, so it's just a side note because it's important to know that you don't have to just be in one emotional state. I believe that you can be experiencing multiple things at multiple times and, and that's okay. And that just shows the diversity inside your mind. Um, but yeah, so you don't have to experience just one. And I think, you know, the experience change, you know, this way, because I, I, you know, it's just, it affects me this way because I have so much hope, right? I have so much hope for the future and, how it can get better, even if it's already like great, even if life is just great, you know, you have that mindset of like, I don't really have anything to complain about. Life feels really good. But, you know, when change creeps up or presents itself, you're like, oh, wow, well, life could get better or it could get different or, you know, it could just change in a way that I I can't see it being good right now, but it could be because I'm not seeing it from the correct perspective. And allowing myself to kind of like step outside the box and not see it through the bias that I have. 
you know, that we all have. So just some things to consider because change is a wonderful thing. I get excited for change, but again, scared. I'm sure I'm not the only person. Uh, But yeah, I know a ton of people that struggle with making changes and following through with changes because of the fear of the unknown, you know, also the actions needed to follow through with the change. And a lot of times when change comes, whether it's like a job change or um, like a relationship change, family change, like whatever it is, money change, you, there are actions that you usually have to follow through to, you know, fulfill the needs of that change. And that's not always fun. Uh, the sadness of moving away from something we found comfortable and easy. So that could be a job. It could be a home. It could be a place we lived. It could be people, right? And the uncomfortability of having to learn some new things. Um, new things suck. <laughs> new things are great, actually. I, but I just feel like a lot of people like having to learn new things can be really stressful and overwhelming, especially if you were so caught up in having a fixed mindset as opposed to a growth mindset where, you know, just in short, a fixed mindset, you're very much like, I only know what I know and getting feedback and changing and growing and becoming someone more than who I am right now just seems like a fantasy as opposed to having a growth mindset where you're like open to learning new things. You don't think that anything's really going to get in your way. You do understand that there are some things that you can only go so far with because not not everyone's going to be like that person that knows the upper echelon information of something, whatever it is. Uh, but you believe that you can still try and you believe that mistakes and failures don't have to hold you down in that kind of mindset. So it's tough because if you do feel like you have uh, been taken captive by your fixed mindset, it will be really hard for you to feel excited about having to learn new things. And, you know, there is a lot that comes with change that forces us to step outside of our comfort zone, which I am grateful for um, because if there weren't those things, and I'm sure if you take a moment to really reflect on this, you might agree that if if we don't have those things in our life to push us outside our comfort zone and to get that growth going because growth is not fun, then we wouldn't, you know. There's even some people that still don't. They really push back and refuse to grow and step outside their comfort zone. And, you know, they're not getting very far in their life. They're not, they're not achieving all their dreams and aspirations. Like they're really not, unfortunately. And so I'm grateful that those things happen in our lives because it forces me to do it, especially in the moments where I don't want to do it. I'm just like, I'm not here for it. We're like, we're done here. Uh, Because growth isn't fun uh, always. A lot of times it can be. If you have the mindset ready to have when you're pushing yourself to grow, especially when hard things happen, but yeah, it's, it can be, it can be tough. And, you know, kind of like how I mentioned in the beginning, you might think that you are very welcoming of change and you're just like, yeah, it's great. Life is great. I love change. Bring it on. But here are a few examples of behaviors that demonstrate of that you want to avoid change. You are not here for change. So you might think that you are here for change, but these would say differently. And this is just a minimized list. This isn't like a tire, an entire list. So there are definitely more uh, behaviors <laughs> and ways of life that would apply here. This is just a short list I wanted to share with you. So the first one is staying in a job despite being unfulfilled. And I know, I know someone's going to be like, listen, Sabrina, I have to be in this job. I have to be in this job because you either need to put on the time and the work and the effort to move up the ladder, okay, or you need this job because this is the only job that pays you the amount of money that you can get right now to support 
what's happening in your life. Okay. You might also say, no, Sabrina, this is the only job that works with the schedule that I have. And so this is what I have to do. And what I would say to you is I would ask you, number one, did you actually try to find something that would be more fulfilling and, you know, not cause you to like hate it every single day? Because that's kind of what I'm talking about. You're so unfulfilled. You're so upset. You, you don't enjoy it at all. Did you actually try to find something? And if the answer is yes, you exhausted all your options. Okay. Well, do you have a plan of how to get out of this at some point? Are you just going to allow yourself to stay stuck there? Like why? Why are you doing that? So just consider those things. I'm sure that you feel like you've been lectured to death on those things. I get it. But I wanted to ask you that because maybe you did ask yourself that six months and you haven't asked yourself that since then. And you need to continue to ask yourself that. I would say every single month, be like, okay, are we still here? Do we still have to be here? What are we figuring out for the future so I am not here forever? Okay. The second one, the second example of a behavior where you actually don't like change, even though you think you do, is that knowing you're unhappy, but still not changing. And don't come at me with thinking, oh, well, I'm stubborn. I don't want to hear it. It sounds like an excuse. It is an excuse. It sounds like a, a load of jive. It's not true, okay? Just because you're stubborn? Okay, well, then don't be complaining to anyone else that your life is unhappy, but yet you won't do anything. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> don't do it. Don't live your life like that. So if you know that you're unhappy, but you're still not changing, you're just staying where you are, maybe it's because you have a victim mentality and you are blaming other people for where you are in your life. Ooh, you got so many things to work on. This is tough love here. You know, you know me. I'm very open, honest. We're going to be real here. So if you know that you're unhappy, but you haven't done anything about it, because maybe also you're waiting for someone else to give you an idea to do it for you, to do something about this, to recognize that you're unhappy and then be like, oh, well, we should do something. No, you need to do it yourself. You can't expect other people to just take up that mantle and take up that burden of figuring out life for you when you're perfectly capable of doing so. So knowing you're unhappy, but still not changing, you don't like change. You don't like change or you are so set and comfortable in the misery that you currently live in, which a lot of times we are, I've been there, that it's just like, oh, well, you don't want to move on to different misery because you know this misery and it's comfortable. You get what I'm saying? The third one is you cling to your routine for fear of things falling apart. So there's one, it's one thing to say that you love your routine because it helps just keep things moving through the day. I have a similar routine to that. It's not a great one, but it's a good one. I think it's, it accomplishes several things that I need. But that is different from clinging to your routine so tightly that you will not allow anything to change or flex in that. And if something does, even the smallest thing, you feel like everything is falling apart. You feel like life is just it's not it. <laughs> you feel like this is this is not going to work. This is a problem. So I would encourage you to kind of maybe take a step back and, and see like, are you clinging to your routine so tightly that if something did have to change or that coffee shop that you go to every single morning closed, what would you do? How would you figure it out? Would you be able to adapt to going somewhere else and finding your new coffee shop, finding the new gym you have to go to, you know, finding someone else that's going to take care of your kids during the day 
if that's what the issue is, right? Like whatever it is. So if you're clinging to your routine for fear of things falling apart, you do not like change. You're afraid of change. And the last one I want to mention is you bail on new plans and ideas despite wanting to participate. I have, <laughs> I have done this too much, I would say. I, I just, I would admit, I would do this too much. And I like, I do like change, but I do struggle with it. And so it's like when you're like, yeah, let's do this new thing. Let's get together and go to this place and try this new food. I don't know what it is with me and food. Like I like a lot of foods, but I have such a fear of trying a new food that just kind of freaks me out. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is. But a lot of times people will be like, oh yeah, let's go and try this new food. And I'm like, yeah, let's do it. And then like the last minute, I'm like, you know what? No, (laughs) I'm not. That's not, I'm not. It's not me. (laughs) Right. Or whatever it is. So someone invites you out to a new place or to try something new, volunteer somewhere. I don't know, whatever it is. And you're like, yeah, that'd be great. And then you're like, no, no, you want to. You, you feel it in your heart and your desire of like, yeah, that, that sounds great. It does. But then you're like, but no, I'm not really going to do that. And so if you experience any of these behaviors and mindsets, you probably actually want to avoid change. You don't, you don't like change. You think you do, but you don't. And so in regards to change, like most things, there are two sides of change we should be aware and understand because, you know, there are pros and cons, right? That's the whole reason we're here to talk about. But there are cons, which are usually the things people enjoy pointing out first because focusing on the negative is much easier than the positive. And that's with everything in life. You know, it's amazing how people can come cling together and talk about gossip, which I would say 95% of the time is not positive. <laughs> and people will come running right? And I'm not exempting myself from this. People will come running and they're like, oh yeah, I want to hear about how this person failed or how they messed up or how this is not going well, right? But when you're like shouting from the rooftops, oh my gosh, come here, that's good news. People are like, uh, is the story dramatic? <laughs> are there multiple characters? How will you keep me entertained, right? So it's important to understand that negativity draws people in. It's easier to relate with people with the negative situations and experiences that you've gone through. It's easier for people to, you know, join the same team when they have the same enemy. It's just easier. So, you know, when it comes to pros and cons, mostly of change, you know, cons are going to come up first and people are going to be like, oh yeah, this is why this sucks, this sucks, this sucks. It's easier to come with that list Continue to cascade down into the longest list possible. But when you get to the positive, it's like, oh, I can only think of like three things. <laughs> but yeah, so for change, you know, there's there's cons. And then there are pros, of course. And when it comes to change, the pros usually feel like the longest motivational speech that there is that, you know, we have no desire to listen to. You know, it sounds all like pie in the sky. Everything's perfect. Yay, change, right? And I can admit to you, sometimes when people just like push it too positive, too sugary on top, it's just like, no, can we have some realness here, right? I, I strive to be real and vulnerable and honest in everything, in everything that I do and everything that I share online, because I think it's important that we do that. 
And I understand that I'm not going to tell you guys every, every, every single thing. I try, but there are things I can't share because it involves my family and I respect their privacy. But most things that have to do with me, I try to just be open and honest about it, even about my feelings, even if my feelings are not the are not like the best ones. I was going to say the right ones, but that's not really how it would be. It would be like the best ones, the ones that will serve the situation the best. I want to admit those feelings, be like, yeah, I just feel this way. And I know this is not the way that I should be feeling, but this is how I feel. And it's important that when I'm sharing knowledge with you that I do research on, that I also tell you that, yeah, you know, a lot of, con- a lot of pros, part of the, the list of pros of change, they're boring. They're not fun. And they're not something that we want to listen to. <laughs> and that's fair, right? Let's not pretend, you know, let's just be real and blunt. Um, you know, and it's these two reasons, you know, of it sounding boring about the pros and then the cons are usually just like all this negative stuff that's easier to, you know, lean into and share about. These It's these two reasons I thought it'd be helpful to go over the pros and cons of change in a way that isn't so boring or fearful and negative. And so we're going to go ahead and jump right into the list. I'm going to do a quick list of five cons of change and then five pros of change. As always, I want to let you know that this is not a conclusive list and it's all based on my own research and knowledge and experience of myself and others. And if you find that you do not identify with anything that I'm talking about here today and in this list, then I encourage you to, you know, check in with a therapist or a counselor and really dig deep with them about, you know, understanding pros and cons of change that identify better with you or go to our best friend, Google and type it in. And then find more information and knowledge there that better, that best fits you. You know what I mean? Okay. So let's jump right in. We're going to start with cons. (laughs) I know that's funny because you're like, what? Everyone loves cons. Yeah. But we're going to start there because I'm hoping to round out in a more like neutral, positive feeling. But we got to start with the cons. Okay. So here are the cons of change. Like I said, there's five each. The first one is you have to do something different and new. This is a con of change because sometimes we don't want to do anything different or new, especially if we found our groove in life, right? We're just like, we're going, we're moving. Everything feels so grooving, grooving, grooving. Everything feels good. And you got to do something new. You got to do something different. You don't want to do that. And so whether it's a different way to do something at work, I tell you what, it sounds so simple, but it can be so annoying to be like, oh, well, this is the way we're doing it now. And it's like, oh, I tell you what, um, I work, <laughs> my like day job, which I have a day job, is we use like the online platform, the online like uh, platform to help people sell things online. And I tell you what, the, the, <laughs> the pain and the frustration of the people that work for our company when they change the menu of the online like software that we use, uh, the platform. Oh my gosh. People are so upset. So upset because they have to navigate the site differently now. They have to do something new. And they're like, no, we were so used to the other way. Why? And it's 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 similar to, you know, generations coming up and experiencing new things and learning new things. You know, it's just like the older generation being like, well, back in my day, I wasn't able to, you know, access the internet on my phone. And I'm like, I get it, you know, because I was partially there. I like, we got internet when I was like 10, 
in my home. And that's only because my dad was like a computer programmer and he also did like stocks and trading at home. And it was just something he went after. Like he was very much like, we need to have the internet, even though we lived in the ghetto. Like it was, <laughs> you know, we had the dial up. It's great. But I understand though, because before that, because even like when you got the internet at home, it doesn't mean you, you could sit in the car and just like be on your phone and be like, yeah, I'm just going to, you know, look up directions of how to get somewhere. I'm just going to look up what time the movie starts. No, you were calling the phone and being like waiting for the movie to come up in the list. And then you're like, okay, shh, everyone stop talking because I got to hear the times. <laughs> what time is the 3D version of freaking Avatar going to play? Okay. What time? And it's amazing, you know? And so I understand because like before that, I like even with having the internet, I remember having to bring like books with me and things to do if I was going to be in the car a long time or be somewhere with my, with my dad that I didn't have anything else to do. So I get it. And, but I just feel like everyone gets so upset about, you know, when things change and you have to do it a different way, even if it's in a way that's beneficial to you. That's the thing about the whole, like being able to do internet on the go with older generations and the generations of now, like my daughter who's 14, like she will never, she will never know a world where she didn't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> where she didn't have someone's phone to play a game on or she didn't have like a tablet to play a game on or whatever, right? Or where I wasn't like taking pictures of her with my phone because even when she was born, I had like, you know, little like Blackberry, most terrible pictures I've ever seen in my entire life, but <laughs> it was there, right? And even though having the internet in our pocket is so beneficial, there are still some generations, like the older generation that's like, no, I don't need it. Like, why are we doing this? Why are you making me do life a different way? Um, it's just so interesting, right? A lot of us just don't want to do anything different or new. Uh, my last story on this is like, because I just find it so amazing. But my last story on this is that you don't want to do something different and new to the fact that we're like shopping for a home. And our agent told us recently that there were people that still, that don't electronically sign their documents. Like he told me a story about how an agent across the state had to send him papers like through email, print them out, take them to the client's house because I guess they were doing a deal across the state, have her sign them, and then he would re-upload them, you know, just like like uh, scanning them in and email them back to him because this person is in the older generation and will refuse to electronically sign the documents she needed to buy this home. Ah. It astounds me. So yeah, the cons of change are having to do something different and new. However, that is going to be like one of the best things for you to grow and learn and change and understand how life can be easier and not terrible just because something is new. Number two, you have, and I promise I will not do a story that long on every single one of these or we'll be here all night. It just, it's, that's why I put it at the top because I was just like, oh my gosh, it's like the biggest con, but it's amazing how people just don't like it. <laughs> myself included. Number two, you have to do something that takes away from something else. So the con of change is like you have to do something that takes away from something else. So let's say that your change is you have to start saving money, right? You have to start saving money because you have to save for a house or maybe it's save for a car or, or something to fix your car or, you know, um, to go on a trip, whatever it is. But when you save that money, that means that you can't just go and like get takeout all the time because uh, you've created a budget or you can't just like spend money on the internet when a sale pops by or whatever it is. Another example is you take less time. It's like less time with certain people. So maybe your change is you want to start 
you know, working out or you want to start working on uh, putting your attention towards something else at home, you know, but you won't be able to hang out with people as often because you're filling up your schedule more with other things you need to do. Another example is you go somewhere different, right? So, you know, maybe you have to go, maybe you go to a different job, right? And so, you know, you're not going to be able to spend as much time in the area that you're used to for getting lunch or, or meeting up with coworkers or things like that. So if you go somewhere different, that's going to take away from the time and the place and the people that you were spending a lot of time with initially. Um, and then the last example is like, you know, you would work harder on the side hustle than your chill time on the couch. And I am directly experiencing this where the con of this change is like, instead of, you know, being able to sit on the couch and watch Netflix and, you know, watch all the cool shows that are coming out, I am spending a lot of time working on, you know, creating the planner and creating upcoming planners that I would love to get released at the top of the year and writing a book and doing all of these things and creating more content so that I can like provide as much knowledge to you guys as possible. And so working on that is taking away from my chill time on the couch or taking away from, you know, uh, hanging out with friends or scrolling online or doing whatever else I would want to do. So a con of change is to have to do something that takes away from something else. But I would say that to make it not feel as bad, you just need to have the perspective of you're doing whatever you're doing for a reason. And that reason is worth it because if that reason isn't worth it, then you might need to reconsider the reason why you're doing it at all. You know what I mean? Okay. Number three for cons is you have to endure new pains and new problems. So when something changes in your life, there will, like most likely, I would say 99% of the time, maybe 95 there will be a new pain and a new problem, something different to deal with. A good example of this is like if you do change jobs and you're like excited to change jobs, which I've experienced that where I thought that I really wanted to climb the corporate ladder in healthcare. And I ended up getting like, a, I would say a prestigious position that I had my own office and I was working with um, incoming residents and because we worked in the residence program, residency program. Um, at a hospital here. And I thought it was going to be like the best thing ever. It was not. It was so the opposite. And it was a good experience though. Uh, But the change had the con of like new pains and problems, which the pains and problems were that everyone else in the department was much older than me. So they're all set in their way. So bringing new ideas and having things fresh didn't really happen despite the fact that the program was all about like fresh young people coming in for the most uh, you know, into their residency program from being in school and they're all young and have different ideas on how to do things. Another problem was my manager is very micromanaging and she liked to like really watch over everything that I did, which was another thing that kind of bothered me. And it was just boring, but it was like you, you endure new pains and new problems, which was dealing with management and coworkers different from my last job that I had to figure out, but that was like the con of change of having to figure out how to work with these people in a different way. And it really ended up me just leaving a year later, but you know, like that is the con of change, right? Or maybe you decided to change, um, like where you live and you moved from renting a place to owning a place where the con of that change is that you will have new pains and problems where if something breaks, you are liable to fix it or pay someone else to fix it because That's the point of like moving from renting where you usually pay more to owning a home where you usually pay less 
which I know cannot always be the case because if you put less down, then you, you're, you know, your mortgage will go up. Let's not go into that. Uh, but yeah, so you'll have more problems. So you have to actually fix the dishwasher when it leaks or you'll have to, you know, uh, deal with, um, I don't know, pest control on your own and pay for that service. And as opposed to having someone else come out or if there's a leak in your ceiling, you're going to have to, you know, call a plumber yourself and pay for that like hefty <laughs> hourly fee rather than just calling your landlord and being like, I need you to fix this. So, you know, the, one of the cons of changes you have to endure no pains and problems. And that's just usually how it is because you're figuring out how to navigate something differently, which will also provide you strength down the, down, down the road. Number four, having to go through mistakes and failures. I had to mention this. If you're not, if you're not new here, then you know that I was going to mention it in some way. I had to every single one, every single episode. Uh, but having to go through mistakes and failures, that can feel like a con because no one wants to make mistakes because it's embarrassing and it feels like you don't know what you're doing. And no one wants to experience failures because it feels like you wasted your time and your energy and all your actions and your skills. And it was like all for nothing. When in reality, mistakes and failures are one of the best learning lessons ever. And it feels like a con in the moment, but it's actually such a great learning lesson, a way for you to strengthen and understand how you can do things better in the future and things to avoid moving forward from what you're doing. Number five, the last one of the con list is having lack of control over what's happening. I struggle with control issues and I know a lot of people do. That's just normal. Uh, And some of us more than others we just want to control everything when in reality we can only control ourselves. It's really just in our minds where we think we can control other people because either people are just going along with what we're saying, you know, enabling us, uh, or uh, we think that if we just do one more thing, we will have full control over everything in our lives. But that's not the truth. <laughs> that's not real. But having a lack of control over what's happening, it's a kind of change because if you move into something different, then you have to, you know, figure it out and navigate the whole new environment and situation first before you can kind of like make decisions and feel like you are in control of what's happening and how things are done and how you can maneuver different tasks and things that have to happen and problems and issues and that. So you feel like you have a lack of control because you're coming into something new. You don't know what's going on yet. You haven't figured it out yet. Um, and it feels very uncomfortable, <laughs> unstable, and scary. So those are the cons of change that I wanted to bring up for you to kind of consider and understand that they sound bad, but they're actually all things there to help us grow and push ourselves outside of that comfort zone to realize that life can't always be comfortable for us to achieve the things we want and to become our best selves every single day. Okay, let's jump into the list of pros. Again, we have five. So the first one is new opportunities you wouldn't have otherwise experienced. So this could be a job, it could be a skill, it could be people, it could be places, it could be so many things. And so when I say opportunities you wouldn't have otherwise experienced is that if we sit in our comfort zone and that's all where that's that's the only place we are we're not anywhere else we are not going to be able to come upon these opportunities that will be presented in, presented to us because we're trying something new you know we're you know experimenting with going in a different direction for our life or whatever it is we're meeting new people you know we're we're going to try new coffee shops we're going to go to new activities and we meet someone and you network and then you connect and you're like oh my gosh well you'd be a perfect fit here 
right? Or someone would be like, oh my gosh, you're really good at this. Could I train you to be like the best at this thing? Which would be like a skill, meeting people, going places. You know, maybe you end up going to like a restaurant for lunch that you've never been. You end up meeting like a really cute person and then you start dating. And then that could have never happened if you didn't decide to go to that new restaurant, right? Like it's just new opportunities are unlikely to just like fall in front of you if you're continuing to do the same thing over and over and over again and not try anything new and not step outside your comfort zone and not, you know, try to initiate growth in your life. Number two is you move on from unhelpful habits, experiences, and situations. So if you lose someone you love, you know, that's uh, such a tough situation, right? But the pro of change, of letting yourself have time to grieve and then maybe, you know, no longer uh, going somewhere where they go or if you actually like, so whether you're just like you broke up or whether you actually like they passed on, maybe you're going to move out of that place that you guys live together or maybe you're going to move out of the city or maybe you're just like kind of freeing yourself from kind of being caught up in places that would trigger you for really intense emotions right now in your life. And so if you you have you embark on some sort of change in your life whether you're moving away or you're you're moving into something else or you you just do anything that's involving change, then you can help yourself uh grieve and recover from those experiences. Right? And you're not allowing yourself to just sit in that pit of despair for longer than you have to. Another example is if you have to give something up. So like the pro of having to change, like let's say you like go to the doctor and they're like, you have to stop smoking, right? And you're like, oh, that sucks because you like to smoke. I, I've never been a smoker, but I know that other smokers in my life, it's like been really difficult for them in the beginning to stop smoking when they've been told they have to stop smoking. But the pro, this is a pro of change because it will help you, like being forced to do that will help you to alleviate yourself from this unhelpful like habit that you're doing that is continuing to like hurt your body. And so, you know, you're, you have to give this thing up and it's kind of a bummer in the beginning for you, but you realize that it's going to be such a pro because it'll allow you to live longer and be healthier and maybe do more physical things that you couldn't do before because your lung capacity would not allow you to do it. Or, or maybe more people want to spend more time around you because you don't smell like a smoky, gross mess, right? Um, whatever the case may be. Another example is if you have to move, uh, you know, maybe you're moving away from people that are just so um, hurtful and abusive, or maybe you're moving away from a place that hasn't have as much opportunity job-wise, right? Or maybe you're moving away and you're going to, you know, meet people that are going to be like some of your closest friends for such a long time. And then the last example is if you're forced to do something in a new way. So I know I kind of talked about that in the cons because it like really sucks when you have to change the way that you do so, especially at work or in your personal life. Um, but it could also be a pro because if you're forced to do something in a new way and then you realize that way is actually more efficient and it will, you know, help things be more stable and, and, uh, serve you more in doing it that new way is once you, once you adapt to it, then it's actually freaking fantastic. Right? So you have to move on. You get to move on from unhelpful habits, experience, and situations um, sometimes in your life with change, which is definitely a pro. Number three is 
you'll start a new adventure. I just want to throw this one in. This is probably the most like motivationally one that I could throw in is if you think of change in your life as like a new adventure, whether starting a new job, having a new child, um, dating someone new, and maybe starting a side hustle, maybe, I don't know, maybe like trying a new way to get in shape. Uh, maybe it's, you know, joining like a new club of friends, whatever it is, it's a new adventure. It's something new. You want to try to make it exciting in your mind as much as you can. So it feels like something you actually want to do rather than it being this really big deal and burden of something you're forced to do, or you feel like you're being made to do. And it's a pro because adventures can bring so much joy and excitement and and joy and excitement and happiness that we didn't even know we had until it was like unlocked during this change that occurred in our life. And so I just wanted to make sure I mentioned that because it's truth here. <laughs> Number four, challenges your personal perspective on everything in life. This is definitely a pro for change because it's important that we do challenge ourselves. And a lot of times, again, we get so like, you know, caught up in our comfort zone that we don't want to widen our perspective and see things from a different way. So, you know, this could be our attitude to be more grateful, right? And realize that we are actually so blessed in so many things that we have and have the ability to do and take care of ourselves in this way, right? Or to see someone else's life differently. So if you are able to widen your perspective because something changed, in your life and it allow you to realize that, wow, this person is working a lot harder than I realized and that's why they're tired or that's why they're this, that, and the other. And well, maybe I should find a way to support them because you've changed your perspective because it's forced you to do that because maybe you're working with this person now or you're volunteering in a different space or, you know, you've had to like pull back from something and it's brought this community that you didn't really know existed um, into play and now you're understanding it better. Um, another one is like how to achieve a goal in a different way because you're forced to do things in a different way and your perspective can change. You're not so caught up in the bias of how you believe something should be done and you find a new way to do it. It's more efficient and it serves you better and actually allows you to achieve more things a lot more quicker than you had previously. And then the last one is like understand how we might need to evaluate how we run our lives. So again, with a perspective change, you're able to, in shifting it around, you're able to see that, oh, wow, maybe I shouldn't be as rude to that person because, you know, I assumed that they were being this way because of this, but now I found out about this because something changed and I was able to see them in a new light and I realized, wow, maybe I need to stop being rude to them, right? Or you've realized how being rude to like, you know, customer service people or whatever actually affects them deeper than you actually knew because they just put on a brave face when they see you, but you see how it affects them after they get out of work. Um, or you need to evaluate how you, uh, you know, help people instead of helping them the way that you want to help them. Maybe you find a way to help them in the way that they would like to be helped. And you, you maybe see this firsthand because you're, you change, something in your life changes and you are able to view this happening with someone else and you realize, oh wow, and that how that worked a lot better than you trying to force your way into someone else. And that's that's definitely a pro of change for sure. And uh, oh, just so you know, if you don't understand anything that I'm saying, like if I, I feel like I'm trying to break it down, but I'm also trying not to keep you here like forever. But if you... Uh, would like to ask any other deeper questions, you're welcome to send me an email or send me a DM on socials. Just want to put that out there in case you're like, what exactly did you mean? Could you break this down a little bit more? And I would 
be happy to do that. Uh, number five and the last one for a pro for change. And at the end of our, both of our lists here is you'll build, build. <laughs> why am I, why do I speak like this sometimes? You'll build a stronger mindset the more you experience and make it through change. So one of the biggest pros of change is that the more change that you have to navigate and push through, you will become stronger. And again, I'm sure you're like, oh, Sabrina, you ended with the most motivationally one you could have. <laughs> Maybe. But it is important to realize that if you're able to adapt to change over and over, then you will, it'll make you stronger. And maybe you say that you hate change because you've gone through so much change. But if you decide to switch your perspective on that and evaluate, wow, look at all the change that I have pushed through, that I have come from, that I have dealt with, and look how much stronger I am now than I was last time or five times ago or 10 times ago or whatever the cadence you want to evaluate is. And the fear will diminish over time too of like fearing the change that's coming up. Maybe you'll have less fear and more annoyance. That's fair, but it's important to realize that you will become stronger the more that you go through it, the more that you navigate it, the more that you figure out how to push through it without avoiding it and just allowing it to kind of just like, you know, blend into your life and, and work as best as it can for you and serve you in the best way. So, but that's all I have for the pros and cons of change. So I hope that breaking this down kind of helped you understand that like, yeah, there's cons for change, but they can still work for you. And yes, there's pros of change that maybe you didn't see it in that way or were able to break it down a little bit more and how it's awesome. But thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. Again, with me, Sabrina. I invite you to check out the show notes below where you can see where you can RSVP for the planner if you'd like more info on that. I did create a highlight on my Instagram for you to look and you can see videos and, and sneak peeks of the planner and everything. And I will be sharing more and more, especially as I get the proofs and everything to share. And uh, send me an email with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topic suggestions. Follow me on social medias. Um, sign up for the weekly newsletter that's on Wednesday evenings and I don't know all the things oh also the last thing is that if you do want to follow along and be uh, let know via text message which is free and I will not know your phone number I will only know your name is if you sign up to um, I think it's like eight one zero one zero and then you send the message of real pause r-e-a-l-p-o-s then you will be added to the text group and i will be able to um actually chat back and forth with you so if you send me a message i think it has to be a short one but send me a message and i can message you back and we can conversate like that if you'd like and then i will just be sending like updates on the podcast on the planner uh mindset tips uh, advice you're welcome to opt out anytime but if you opt in you'll be like directly connected with me so i just wanted to mention that that's it. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl podcast. And thank you for listening, downloading, sharing the show. You guys are amazing. Until next time, have a good one. And I will see you next time. Bye, guys.